0: Welcome back to the program. Margaret Weldon with me today, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly McDonald here, and happy anniversary to us. But out there to all of you, the bigger wide world, hey, the best to you, and happy Halloween. If you want to reach out to the program, one 509 4545 is the number you can call, one 509 We'd appreciate hearing from you. Mentions for Kelly and company. If you would also give us permission to use your message on the air, otherwise we, we won't do that. Feedback at AMI.ca if you want to send a message to Marketing and Communications. If you have questions about Accessible Media Inc., maybe AMI-TV, AMI-Tele, or or AMI-audio, do it that way. Feedback at AMI.ca. On Twitter to hang out with us, see what's happening from segment to segment, at AMI-audio. That's at AMI-audio on Twitter. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is a Monday. We have a great variety of programming, and we started off with Michael Babcock, who is here to talk all things tech with us.
1: It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. Michael has brought back one
0: of our favorite guests on the program. Damasi Thomas joins us. Uh, They're here to talk about the tricks and treats of online shopping. Michael?
1: See what I did with that Kelly, I had Uh to encompass today. By the way, before we get into it, I have to take a quick uh, reflection down memory lane. Uh, You and I spoke in July of 2019, and every time I think about when I started with Kelly and Company, I have to do some math because I'm like, it it, it hasn't been that long. But yeah, since uh, October of 2019 is when I got started uh, bringing information on, and I used that feedback line, the 866-509-4545, to call and tell Kelly and Romeo, hey, you guys don't talk a lot about Android. Why is that not the case? And then you and I talked, and we got started, and then it evolved into a more regular weekly basis, and I need to include more Android. So I will, I will endeavor to do so. So happy anniversary, and congratulations on the news that uh, was talked about in the top of the show. Thank you very, very
0: much the late Tom Decker, uh, was that person that said, oh, get to know Michael more and, you know, would be so, so pleased having you in your, in your position on the show, uh, picking up from where he left off. And that was one of the things he kept saying, well, you need to see if you can find someone that knows a little more about the Android stuff. And there <laughs> we were. That conversation with Tom was happening and your feedback was essential. Thank you, sir.
1: No problem. And, and hopefully listeners realize that uh, feedback is essential. And, and of course, that's what makes the show what it is today. So, Demasi, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to talk about shopping online because of the holiday season. And we all, okay, let me rephrase that. My wife, for all of us, shops online for us. <laughs> and as we go into the holiday season, I'd like to ask you, what are a couple of basic tips you could share with us uh, that would help us stay safe and secure? shopping
2: online? So one of the primary things is just always be aware of where you are when shopping online. Um, one thing that I always do, we all, you know, feel relatively comfortable at Amazon and, and places like that. But even there, when you're buying on places like Amazon, eBay, uh, especially places like Amazon and eBay to sell that allow for third party sellers, uh, you know, take a little moment when you're buying for someone that's not directly from Amazon or not a well-known company to review their um, statistics, review their ratings, review how long they've been selling on on that platform, um, just to keep yourself safe.
1: Yeah, certainly, and. And if you're shopping off of one of those sites, uh, do you have any things that people can look for in the browser to be able to uh, feel more safe while shopping on sites that aren't like Amazon or eBay?
2: Absolutely. Um, One thing that I I always check is... Uh, looking at the URL to make sure that you are where you think you are because it is relatively easy to duplicate a website um, or, or to, to, to make a clone of a website, kind of make it look the same, uh, appear to behave the same, etc. And especially as a blind person, like I can't see any of the visual cues, like the colors aren't, aren't correct or anything like that. So checking the address bar to make sure that you are where you think you are uh, because it's very easy to put like Amazon you know, myhacking.randomsite.com and all you see maybe at the beginning maybe Amazon. And you're like, oh, I'm good. No, check the whole address, you know, go up to the address URL and check the whole thing. Make sure that you are what you think you are.
1: Yeah, certainly. And and make sure that that says secure at the top before entering your credit card information. Uh, so I emailed Ramya and I said, hey, this is what I want to talk about. And I asked if she had any questions. And one of the things that she says that she has as a personal insecurity is trusting payment options other than uh, PayPal and Shopify online. So how do we know
2: what is secure and what we can trust? So there are a couple of ways to approach that. PayPal, of course, is is, is secure. It's been around for a long time. Uh, Michael, you were recently telling me about Shopify pay because I, I wasn't even aware of that being a feature of Shopify sites. Um. Apple Pay and Google Pay are secure. Um, they're they're trustworthy. I, I use Apple Pay all the time. In fact, probably a little too much. Uh, they make it a little too easy now. Uh, but that is a secure means of paying. So if you see Apple Pay or Google Pay uh, as an option, and I believe Samsung Pay, Microsoft Pay, all of those are, are trustworthy solutions there uh, for checking out. Another way to protect yourself when you're on a site that does not offer any of those options is... Many, if not all, credit card companies and banks offer virtual card numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, my credit card offers me virtual card numbers that are I can use that are, one, locked to the specific site that I use it on. So it can't be, you know... Uh, stolen in a breach or anything like that and then used elsewhere is going to be locked to that site. And once I've made my purchase, I can go deactivate that virtual number once, you know, my, my payment has been processed. So that's another way to kind of keep yourself safe when paying online and you have to enter card information is use a, uh, you know, see if your your bank or your credit card offers virtual card numbers.
1: Yeah, virtual card numbers are super nice, especially if you want to, uh, with 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 a lot of these data breaches, if you want to be able to purchase something online, you don't have to worry about your card being used at a different site. Uh, and also, you can you can limit. Uh, we do this actually for some automatic bill pay. Limit the amount of the money to about ten mm-hmm. percent more than what the bill is typically. And then, if your bill is outrageous for some reason, it's going to get declined. So you, that'll prompt you to contact the uh, service provider and figure out why was my bill five hundred dollars when it should only be two fifty. So definitely right. helpful <laughs> so are there imitations of shop pay and paypal that we can easily spot the differences to and and how would you recommend us uh, being alert of that
2: so in most cases i'm going to say that you know, if you're checking out on a site that offers PayPal and you click the button uh, for PayPal, that is going to take you to PayPal. Again, you know, check the URL address bar. Make sure that it's HTTPS and make sure that you are at paypal.com/something. Uh, similarly with Shop Pay. Um, So it's a little more difficult, I think, to imitate those in the normal kind of checkout flow without something looking weird. But, again, always check the URL to make sure that you are where you think you are Uh, is is the number one thing that I would say to protect against that. And, you know, if something feels a bit hinky about a process process. You know, feel free to back out like you don't have to get that deal. You don't necessarily need that air fryer or that that whatever gadget it was you were going to buy anyway. So that's the one thing that I always tell people when doing anything. And if you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to have a necessary reason. It's your money. You want to try to protect your money. You want to protect your security. If something does not feel right, if you can't put your finger on why it doesn't feel right, but it doesn't feel right. Feel free to bail. Like, absolutely. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Better to be safe than sorry uh, and, and make sure that you're comfortable with where you are. In addition to imitation sites, how concerned should I be about unknown sites or should I just stick to the Amazons and Walmarts and Ebays of the shopping space during this holiday season?
2: So I have found some tremendous deals on sites that I had never heard of before. Uh, Got a few nice watch bands from my Apple Watch a couple of years ago from a site that Michael, I think you actually sent me to first. Uh, Yep, live on our show. (laughs) Yep, didn't know who they were. Uh, Anything. So what I would say is, again, number one, check the URL. Make sure you are where you think you are. Uh, The store is called, you know, mygreatdeals.com. You know, you should be at mygreatdeals.com uh also take a look at the you know all of the things that I've shared previously right here uh as far as use apple pay use google pay use paypal because those are more secure methods and um you know paypal apple pay they you know they're all connected to your bank uh but paypal is going to also be there to help with fraud prevention uh same with apple because they have their reputation to 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 consider Uh, So if the site seems like it's reasonable, it seems like it makes sense uh, and they're offering, you know, payment methods that you are comfortable using, um, it's perfectly fine to shop at a third party site. I mean, you know, small businesses exist everywhere and they're always coming up. So I wouldn't say just strictly stick to Amazon or or eBay Uh, shop where you're comfortable, of course. But most of the third-party sites that I've seen that, that provide shopping do offer Apple Pay or PayPal or so one of those solutions that you're going to be comfortable with.
1: Yeah, and, and so you know, I, I have always been by the motto, maybe because I work for one, to support your small businesses. Uh, are there any absolute don't-dos that you would say applies to every situation when it comes to shopping online?
2: Absolutely. Number one, uh, your bank, PayPal, Amazon, none of these stores are going to call you on the phone and ask you for information related to a payment. Uh, They're not going to email you and ask you for information related to a payment. They're not going to text message you. Always view those as potential fraud. Uh, It's not to say that those companies will not ever reach out to you. No no store owner will ever reach out to you. But always follow a path. If someone's reaching out and they want to confirm an order or confirm some information about an order, always take the path of, you know, uh, if they call you, just just don't be rude if you don't want to. Uh, I mean, try not to be rude. Uh, but get off of that call and then call that company directly with information that you're familiar with. Go to the website and get that phone number or use the phone number that you've always used to contact your bank. Uh, because if there's a problem with an Amazon order, there's a problem with your bank account, calling them directly should still get you to that information. So don't feel pressured if someone calls you up or is texting you or emailing you that you have to deal with it by the communication means that they just contacted you over. Uh, Because if there's a problem, you can always contact that company directly. And, you know, as Mike will tell you as a customer service person, you know, if, if, if... he places an order for someone and that person calls and gets JJ on the phone, for example. JJ can look up that order, right? It's not Michael is not siloed off and is the only person that knows about what's going on with your order. So never, ever give out any personal information just because someone calls up or texts or emails and says, hey, you know, I know you just placed this order here, you know, yada, yada, yada. I need this information from you or that information, right? Take, take the path that you would t- normally take to contact their support or their customer service.
1: Yeah, that's that's essential, and use information you know, not information sent to you. So, that's the questions I have, Kelly. Do either of you two have any questions for Demasi while we have him here talking about tricks and treats Uh, uh, online shopping?
0: guys did really well we're we're just about out of time but i I think it's one of those things that so many people are afraid of because of getting in trouble but um i think you'll both agree how much more people did due to the pandemic and i think where we used to hear oh i'm too old to learn something new a lot of those older people are just as savvy now aren't they yes sir (laughs) well you guys have a beautiful rest of your show and thanks for having us today thanks guys demasi of course always wonderful to have you on the show and michael will talk to you next week Thank you. Join us next week for another talk with Michael Babcock as he joins us to kick off the week here on Kelly and Company as we get into a a tech talk. And Margaret, that's nice. You get to settle back a little bit for a couple of segments, but I'm going to get you working next in just a moment. Okay. (laughs) Margaret's like, wow, (laughs) Margaret likes it. Silence, except for the sound of. (laughs) Ka-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Right to the bank, right. We'll step aside for a couple of moments here, and when we return, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, an interesting discussion point. Recently, Serena Williams at a press conference uh, actually stated there's a good chance she'll be returning to tennis. Well, Brock Richardson, he's going to join us in just a moment and give us uh, some feelings on that and what he thinks during his sports update. But off the top, he's also got some thoughts about moving to TV and his time here on Kelly and company. We'll speak to him right after this. Join me every couple weeks for the outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite
2: podcast provider.